1: It ain't the left side for the right side. And it must be the fin
0: side.
2: I, it ain't the left side for the right, side. Good morning, Dolphins fans. Welcome to the On the Fin Side podcast with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all of our social media outlets, as well as the Fan Side Network and FinFanatic.com. Great to be back with you all here. We've uh, been a little bit slower here in May, uh, due to a couple things, scheduling conflicts. And you know what? Quite frankly, after the draft is over, I usually take May to kind of cleanse myself of all and all NFL related things. I, cleanse? Do, I do football stuff, not not health cleanse. No. Who's got time for that? It's barbecuing season. So some, uh
1: some seaweed, man. Come
2: on. <laughs> so uh no, but I mean we go really hard at it throughout. I mean look, from August to early May, we, we're doing something. We've always got content lined up. We've got, you know, because you go from preseason to the regular season to the playoffs to coaches getting fired or hired and then right into free agency, the combine NFL draft that that takes that's nine months out of the year. So then throughout we're still going to have shows here. Hopefully once a week, we're, we're going to be putting any type of content that we can here together. We're going to Today, be talking about the 53-man roster and specifically the locks to make the roster as it sits here today. Now, I want to be very clear on this too, that this if we don't have somebody on this list, that doesn't mean we don't think they're gonna make the team. We're gonna have another show on that here probably next week, a 53-man roster prediction early on. So, Paul, taking a look here at at this exercise here. I'm curious, how many players did you have as locks to make the roster? I've got my my firm number. I'm interested in knowing yours because we didn't talk about this beforehand. It, it's
1: fluctuated for me over the past few days working on this between 34 and 37. I think I ended up at 37 here. Uh, I need to add them back up, to be honest with you, because I, I played with it so much, even, even this morning. Like, it, it's... You know, there's a couple I agonized over. There's a couple that I'm like, "Ah, they're more of a salary cap lock than an actual lock for me. But, and and that's been one that I go back and forth on as far as Chris Greer, because they have shown a propensity at times to say, yep, we're going to eat it. But this guy isn't it.
2: So. Right. I So you have 37, if I hear you correctly. I have 38. And I have six more that are close. So not like some previous years, not as many roster spots available. And that is a testament to this team has become a lot more talented over the last couple of years. You know, I remember back in 2019, I think we did this show and we probably had like 18 roster locks. It was pathetic.
1: And so, well, well, and the funny thing is we're, we're in a different scenario now, just to, just to touch on it real quick, where, we've got a lot of talent in depth at a lot of positions now where there are going to be some tough cuts. There are going to be some tough traits that that are going to happen at the end of the preseason um, or throughout the preseason or throughout the offseason because Miami is overloaded at some of the positions. So now there are some guys that don't make this roster or make my list as roster locks because, well, not because they're not good, but because – they're fighting for their lives uh, as far as that goes.
2: Yeah, I've got six or seven guys here who I, I've, I've got my 53-man roster in mind. There's six or seven guys that are like, wow, you're like, somebody's going to get a real steal when the Dolphins cut this guy. So that, that's how it is, and it's a good situation to be in. So let's, let's go ahead and go down the list here. First at quarterback, obviously, Tua Tagovailoa and Teddy Bridgewater pretty straightforward there yeah i i did Hammond
1: haw on teddy bridgewater um just because i do but eventually the fully guaranteed salary uh locked him in for me yeah just because i know um skylar thompson has has performed very well at otas there was a lot i liked when i watched his tape but at the end of the day teddy's a veteran teddy's a veteran backup you know what you're getting and
2: on top of that, his, his salary is, you know, 6.5 million guaranteed. Yeah. It's fully guaranteed. So he's yeah. 100% on the roster. It's if Skylar Thompson does well and you are fearful of losing him, um, then you absolutely keep him as the third quarterback, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so we'll, will that, that'll be one of the fascinating things that that's look. I, I wasn't huge on the Skylar Thompson pick, but um, also I don't really care about seventh, late seventh round. Like, I mean, there's, What's the difference between that and an undrafted free agent? Pretty much nothing. So, and also, I was pumped to see that we're going to actually have a quarterback this preseason that we drafted. That's going to get a lot of reps. We're going to have, be talking about Skylar Thompson a lot here in August, no doubt about that. Uh, running back. Now, you, you made a, a, a spot-on comment there about some of these players who are roster locks are not. Th- this is not our roster locks. It's what we think is going to happen. So. Running back and linebacker, you've got some guys who, that's, you know, the amount of guaranteed money that they signed for is going to really come into play. So, at running back, I just had two guys, Chase Edmonds and Alec Ingold at fullback. Now, the other, Raheem Mostert and Sony Michelle, I have on my list as close because, look, Raheem Mostert got uh, signed a contract that was you know, one year, 2 million, but 1 million guaranteed. If you bring Raheem Mostert in and he has lost a step because of that injury last year, that's when it'd be like, you know what, we're just going to eat the $1 million because he has no other value on the team. He's not a receiver. He's not a blocker. He doesn't do much else. Sonny Michelle um, sent a contract, a small contract too, 850,000 guarantee, which is not chump change, but, if you bring him in and, and he's being outperformed, he's the fourth or fifth best, in, best running back in camp, you probably cut him, too. Um, but as it stands, Mustard and Michelle are likely to make the team. But as this is a roster lock show, so I've got two, and that's Chase Edmonds and Alec Ingold. I'm right there with you. Okay. Okay. Well, I uh, talked for a while there with the running back, so wide receivers. How many do you have that are locks? I have three. Okay. Um, I think pretty obvious who they are. Waddle, Hill, and
1: Wilson. It, it's There are a lot of talented receivers in that room. And while I don't think Preston Williams should make this roster, even though he's very talented, he might beat out uh, Eric Azukama, which he's got a long road to hoe there. And he might beat out Lin Bowden. And, you know, it, something has to give somewhere numbers-wise. If Skylar Thompson does make the 53-man, Something's got to give somewhere else, and it, this is a position where we've got a lot of talent and depth. So this may be where we see a couple of the tough cuts or trades.
2: Yeah, I've got your three guys, obviously Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, Cedric Wilson. I've got Ezukama as a lock, and if you want to know what I was doing all May, it was trying to uh, pronounce his name. That's that's where I focused all of my energy, but. Um, the reason I have Ezukama as a lock is because he's a mid fourth round pick, and I looked at if you look at the fourth round, all the fourth round players drafted in the NFL last year, I believe all of them are still with their original teams. It's he would have to perform very, very poorly in in August with in training camp and preseason to be cut. And so, is he a hundred percent? No, I'm sure he was pretty close for you to yeah. be a roster lock. 100%. Yeah, so. So, uh, um, yeah, I've got four and then, and then you're, it's going to be an interesting battle for that fifth and or sixth receiver position there with Preston Williams, with Lynn Bowden, um, and a few of the other guys here, like River Craycraft and Trent, Trent Shurfield, who are familiar with Mike McDaniels offense. So yeah, I've, I've got four there tight end. I have three, Mike Kosicki, Durham Smythe. And I don't see a way I went back and forth on Hunter long being a lock. I'd be shocked if he, if he, I mean, he would have to perform so badly um, to not make the 53 man roster.
1: Yeah. And, and I did the same thing with him and I ended up putting him on my list as well. Um, And with that scenario. So the difference for me between, between Hunter long, and Eric Ezukanma, who I do think makes the roster uh at the wide receiver position, is behind those three, you've you've also got Adam Shaheen, who probably makes it, but you're not gonna keep four, five, six tight ends and fullbacks. And that's where it's very hard to guarantee a roster spot behind those three.
2: Absolutely. And after, you know, with, with the locks we have, we've, we've got in golden fullback, Gusecki, Smythe and long at tight end. So there's four right there. You probably have Shaheen and Seath and Carter and maybe John Lovett, the fullback battling for that final roster spot. So yeah, I'm, I'm there with you there. Offensive line. I had a lot of guys that were um kind of in the middle here as I, uh, Very close to putting on the locks list. How many overall did you have on the offensive line? I ended up with seven. Okay, I had six. So, Teron Armstead, Connor Williams, Michael Dieter, Robert Hunt, Austin Jackson, Liam Eikenberg were my six.
1: I had Hunt, Williams, Dieter, Armstead. I had Robert Jones. Um, Okay. And then Austin Jackson and Eikenberg, while they may not be my picks, uh, they do both have a lot of ability that this coaching staff did talk about. Um, and, and again, those are two very high picks that still have a decent amount of salary left. And I think the coaching staff's going to see if they can unlock them here.
2: Absolutely. And you also, because, I mean, their rookie contracts are fully guaranteed. So if the Dolphins cut them, they actually end up losing money. So it, they would have to be pretty bad to get to that point. I mean, we've seen bad out of Austin Jackson and Liam Eikenberg, but I don't think it gets quite that bad yeah i I had Robert Jones on my list too, as being close to because I mean as a, a former undrafted free agent, you know, and then he gets into the into the uh, game last year and against the Patriots and looks very good. you know, given his guard tackle versatility, especially after cutting Jesse Davis, yeah, I mean he it's, it's hard to see them keeping eight or nine offensive linemen on the roster and Jones not being one of them. So I was really close with him. Um, It's going to be a dogfight for those last two spots though. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it will. And yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, Greg little Solomon Kinley and a, a list of other, you know, Kellen Deesh, the undrafted free agent that we talked about from Arizona state. Yeah. A lot of guys, Larnell Coleman, Adam Pankey. I mean, it's, it's going to be a huge fight for those last two spots. And that's what's going to make August so fun with training camp and with these preseason games. So on the offensive side of the ball, it looks like we're on the same page with roster locks. The only difference we have is I've got Eric Ezukama, the wide receiver, as a lock. You have Robert Jones as yep. a lock. So not, not too much difference here. This show was a lot more interesting back in 2019 when uh, we just – had no idea who was going to be on the roster. I mean, it was throwing darts back then. Um, So defensive side of the ball. Now front seven could get a little weird because it's, it's a, you know, who's an edge player. Who's a defensive end. Are they an outside linebacker? So we may have to talk through this a little bit more, but um, as far as let's, let's go with, let's start out with defensive tackle, strictly defensive tackle. I've got, Three guys making it, uh, or, or excuse me, three guys as roster locks Christian Wilkins, Raquan Davis, Zach Sealer, and another guy who was close. How about you?
1: So, with how you phrase that, I have three. Uh, <laughs> and again, it's, it's the way we listed these guys out. Um, and I've got Wilkins, Sealer, and Davis at this point. I, th- there are guys close, but again, there's going to be some dogfight for, for anybody behind them.
2: Right, and I was – see, you got Adam Butler, too, who is in the last year of his contract. The Dolphins, if they wanted to, could cut him, and they save $4.15 million. They're out clean on that. So if you get to the end of camp and you have some of these undrafted free agents who the Dolphins signed, you know, nipping at the heels are really impressing. maybe, Maybe you give some thought to that. I'd still be surprised in a year like this if Adam Butler were cut. Because um, on, on third down last year, even though he only had two sacks for the year, a lot of pressure, and he, he did a lot of the dirty work and pass, pass rush when the Dolphins were up in the fourth quarter. So I still see him making the roster, but not a roster lock, but close. Um, so look at the, looking at the edge spot, Emmanuel Ogba, Jalen Phillips, Andrew Van Ginkle, and Melvin Ingram I've got as, as my four roster locks there. Over
1: there, I have Agba, AVG, Phillips, and that's it.
2: Okay, uh, so no Melvin Ingram.
1: No, I, I do think Melvin Ingram makes his roster, but not being a starter, I don't have him as a lock. Uh, he, he, he's somebody that it's going to be a very big variable as to whether he truly ends up fitting as we get here through camp. And ends up being worth it. And in, in some respects, with him being an experienced veteran as well, if he is staring at a, a very reduced role, um, occasionally with guys like that too, if they're unhappy with that role, they do let those guys walk. Uh, and so I can't put him on the guaranteed
2: list, although got it, I could
1: add a lot of value to this team.
2: God, I'm, I'm looking at the contract details here. And so Ingram, let me see. He signed a one-year $4 million deal. That, that was a few weeks ago. Obviously, I really like that signing too. Uh, $3.32 million guaranteed. And that's a pretty big commitment. That's that's the reason I've got him as a lock. I mean, yeah, it's but close. Close. Yeah, and, and it could... But he's also somebody who's what, he's 33 years old. So if you get into camp and this guy is clearly lost a step, I don't anticipate that. But if he's clearly lost a step, eh, maybe you start having that conversation. Um, so, yeah, well, I, could, I could say three, three years ago, you say Melvin Ingram
1: and he's coming in and he's starting over an AVG or a Phillips, right? Right now he's coming in, in a, re- a relief pitcher role along that defensive front and that's it is it is an okay chunk of money but it's not something that's wholly prohibitive from letting him go right right
2: yeah i i i'd I'd be surprised but yeah i mean again that that's where it gets to hey you've got him on the roster it's a question of making the roster or is he a lock and that's what the show's all about here um and Brennan Scarlett, I also have as an as an edge player. I don't have him as a lock, but somebody who the Dol- the Dolphins made a point to bring back all of their backup linebackers and give them, you know, right around a million dollars of guaranteed money. So they're going to carry some of these guys here. I don't have Brennan Scarlett as a lock. And no, if he if he makes the team too. He, he, I think he's got and and guaranteed money five hundred thousand guaranteed money. So that's not a big hit if if you end up cutting him. Um, so. The remaining off-ball linebackers, um, I've got Jerome Baker, Landon Roberts, Channing, Tyndall, and Duke Riley, all all as locks to make the 53-man roster.
1: I like Duke Riley. I think he makes the roster. But as far as locks go, I've got three linebackers, and that's Tyndall, Baker, and Roberts.
2: Okay. Yeah, and Roberts, we've talked about for years here, kind of wanting to replace him. You know, on first and second down, he's had some big plays, no doubt about it. You remember the pick six last year against the Raiders that put the Dolphins up seven, nothing, Uh, you know, and, and you remember all the fourth down stops. But other than that, uh, very, very feast or famine. I think you've called him the linebacker version of Terrell Buckley. And I think that's, that's very well said, Um, but the Dolphins did bring him back one year and fully guaranteed 2.75 million. He's making the roster unless I mean, he's making the roster, no no doubt about that. And yet yeah, Duke he, Right Ry-
1: He's also a veteran leadership voice, and they they've they've talked about that a lot this this offseason. Um, and that's where for me I think he's going to be a key cog as a substitute uh player once Tyndall takes over the other linebacker role Jerome Baker. But he's he's on a pitch count at this point.
2: Yeah. Duke Riley I've got as a lock because uh, again guaranteed money 1.25 million guaranteed which is anything I think anything over a million is pretty you know is a pretty big commitment to that type of player and you know Duke Riley played on special teams last year he played 200 plus snaps on on the defensive side of the ball I I can't see a way that that a, a someone like I don't know Sam Egwavon or, you know, any other than the linebacker, Calvin Munson. I can't, see, I can't see one of them leapfrogging Duke Riley. I, it, it'd be a shock to me if that were to happen. Maybe very, very iffy if, if he's a lock or not, but I, I did put him on there as the fourth guy. Um, defensive back, cor- um, let's start at, at the cornerback spot. Uh, who do you have there as the locks?
1: Uh, I have X, Byron, Needham. And Keon Crossing, uh, due to special teams prowess. I do think guys like Igben Agni make the team. We've heard a, a few quotes where, where some folks were high on some of the things that they've seen the athletic ability is completely there. But oh and, yeah, did I say need him? I'm I need him is a lock as well.
2: I think so. Um okay. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've got five. I I've got I do have Keon Cross as a lock too. Again, the financial commitment, three years, ten million. He's got a lot guaranteed here in the first mm-hmm. year, too. I don't have that exact number, but yeah, I mean, they, this is somebody they signed very early in free agency to to be one of those guys. Um, so I've got X, Byron Jones, Needham, Cross, and, and I've got Noah as a lock too, very simply because again, fully guaranteed. Former first round pick money. He's he's, he's got coming his way. So you're going to you're going to lose money by cutting him. And I don't know. Noah's been Noah's surprised us with his ineptitude to this point. So maybe he's so bad they pay to cut him. Um, We'll see. But it's it is good that, you know, Sam Addison has talked him up a lot here. This, uh, you know, so far since being hired about what a hard worker he is. We haven't seen it on the field yet. Let's just hope for the best there. Safety. I've got, I only have two, Javon Holland and Brandon Jones. I have three
1: and I went back and forth a little bit on the third, but I don't think this is the year that we part ways with Eric Rowe. Uh, I think again, some of the veteran leadership his ability with tight ends. Uh, and this is a team that's, that's right on the cusp of being able to make that run. And I think Rose Rose safe for another year, but there's a couple of young guys nipping the his heels.
2: Yeah. I've got Eric Rowe and Adam Butler kind of in that same area where you could cut. If you cut both of them, you'd be creating about $9 million in cap room. And you can always roll that over to next year too. I mean, where, but I, in a year like this, I, I don't see the point. I mean, I, I always say too, with Eric Rowe, okay, if you cut Eric Rowe and you save four and a half million dollars, my first thought is who's out there on the market, and you're probably going to end up paying him $3, $4, 5000000 million. You know, that third safety spot is very important. And Eric Rowe last year played 600-plus snaps on defense. I mean, we talked about a Landon Roberts. I think he played 620. Eric Rowe played a few more than that, even as that third safety. So, yeah, I'm all for him being on the roster, and I think he will be. I don't have him quite as a lock, but very close. And then uh, Clayton Fedulum. You know how we feel about him, especially on defense. But the Dolphins did restructure his contract, so he's got a million dollars guaranteed this year, um, too. So I do see him making the roster, not quite as a lock. And that's going to be fascinating to see uh, in, in uh, preseason. Uh, undrafted free agent, Veron McKinley, who is very surprising that he wasn't drafted by anybody, so a big priority free agent. Former teammate of Javon Holland at Oregon. So uh, Sheldrick, Redwine, and Veron McKinley, do they make enough noise to, to give the Dolphins some pause on keeping both veterans Row and Clayton Fedulam? We'll see.
1: Yeah, and, and it could. It, it, this is one of the positions where it gets interesting. And one guy that I don't know where to put along the defense, I mean, he changed to a 50s number and bulked up a little this offseason, even though he's played mostly safety and corner. And been bounced around but it shows the fact that this regime does like him a lot and that that's trill williams um so he's probably he's one that's probably making the roster but you can't put as a lock i mean there there are a lot of guys we left off this list uh i mean and and for me adam butler is a little different situation, just going back to something you just said. Even though I like Butler, I think he makes the roster. I think he's very underrated as far as his value to the defense. Somebody like Cameron Goody could come out and take over his role, or they could see it where you know, the fact that a lot of times he's on the field on pass rushdowns. One of the things Melvin Ingram did very well for the Chiefs last year was set the edge against the run from that you know hand hand in the dirt position at times and yeah with his pass rush ability which is better than Butler's they could look at some combination out there to to replace what Butler does for you with, with guys that are on the roster and might be a little bit cheaper
2: yeah i mean you're talking about Melvin Ingram and Adam Butler who do not who would not start would play a lot of snaps but combined they'd be making about eight million dollars for both of them so that maybe you're you're right if, if a younger player steps up it could give the the dolphins some pause and keeping some of these veterans on defense on the roster so but the other side of that too is that hey the dolphins are gearing their team to win for the next two years mm-hmm. you know so you also look at that. Okay, well, what's the point of saving three or four million dollars by cutting a Melvin Ingram or an Adam Butler when you're trying to put as much meat on the bone this year as you possibly can? So the, those are the, the stories point. that are going to happen here this August. There is a point to that,
1: though, and, and it's something that Chris Greer in, in this Dolphins front office has shown that they do like to do. If, if They don't spend every dollar they have in cap space unless there's something that they want. <clears throat> Otherwise, they keep that little bit there, either A, to be able to supplement um, during the season if needed due to injuries, or B, to to roll over into next year's cap. And it'll be interesting to see as the preseason goes on, they're going to have a lot better idea of is this really the team that can make that run like we think they can. And if they think it's one that can make the run next year when they've also – Got a tremendous number of draft picks, they might try to just squirrel away a little bit of extra cap room for next offseason.
2: Wow. Yeah. And, you know, some of these contracts here, they have the flexibility to, you know, maybe move up some money to pay Tyreek Hill a little bit more next year and not so much in the back end of his contract when he's in his 30s. So that it's, it's nice to have that flexibility. And that's why this year, It's so important that Tua takes that next step. I mean, that is so much of this season because if he does, you're going to have him this year and next year on a rookie contract. And it gives you the ability and the flexibility cap-wise to move things around, to add players to your roster throughout the season too. So, Paul, anything else jump out from you um, from chat here?
1: No, I mean, it's, you know, (laughs) a couple of jokes about Igbenagi being an all-pro. Um, but no, I think people seem to be mostly in lockstep with us on, on a lot of this stuff. Uh, one of the things too, that I, I, I like is as much as you and I will go back and forth on positioning a lot of the folks in the front seven, as far as who they are and what they do. I've seen a lot of it in, in the chat, as far as what people are considering different people to be. And one other thing in chat, too. Grandy, dude, you're killing it with, with getting the, the info up
2: there for us. I appreciate that. Absolutely, Grandy. Thanks a lot. And thank you all for joining us here today. We're going to wrap this up here. Be sure to join us next weekend. We'll keep you updated on the time, We we do our best to get that up as, as quickly as possible when we identify a time we're going to have the show. But be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all of our social media outlets, as well as the Fan sided Network and FinFanatic.com. I'm Brian Cat NFL. Paul is fanatic underscore pick. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fit side.
1: Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5 travel at 5hourenergy.com